Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. My name is Simon. My name is Dean. This is a podcast called Dean. Why does this thing exist? Brackets podcast. It's a podcast where we look at things and talk about them. We do. We do. Um, Simon, do you want to tell the listeners why this one is slightly different to usual? I'm trying a new technique this week, listeners. Yep. I'm lying on the floor to do the podcast. This yes, week. he is. It's very strange. <laughs> tonight. He, he can't see me uh, from his angle, but uh, like I say, he has seen me before many, many times, so he's not missing anything. I can picture you in my mind, Dean, now. Yep, probably better than the actual reality. Um, like a potato that needs peeling urgently. <laughs> the sad thing is, I have been called worse. So. <laughs> um, how are you, Simon, anyway? Hi, fine, yeah, you know, yeah, cracking on, you know. Uh, yeah. Still got all that blood coursing through my veins, Dean. That's all you can ask for nowadays. You know, I think you know, coursing is probably a bit too optimistic. It's yes. Ambulating. Yeah. <laughs> Gently meandering through my <laughs> Trudging through your veins. Yeah. Uh, I am... Um, I'll just say something before we start this week. Uh, I feel like... Uh, it was sort of picked up at the time. Um, I feel I should go on the record and extend an open apology to uh, Dua Lipa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, now's the time to do that. It's about 20 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, it was all, it's been bugging me since. Right, um, yeah. That. uh because you know, when I introduced um, a music video uh, with the strange egg theme, which I still haven't quite got my head around, but we we thrashed out, it's fine. I was under the impression, and again, to, I don't know where this came from, that she was like very manufactured. Like the record company decided we need a sexy pop star. She's attractive. She's a model. Let's make her do it. She's got an okay voice. And it was a big corporate machine. And it's not. I've since learned that she's very much the mastermind behind it all. Um, so... I know, very much maligned her for no reason, and I feel I owe an apology to the internationally famous <laughs> celebrity pop star who doesn't know I exist. And I think what the um, what my thinking was, perhaps, is that, you know, she's only 20-odd, and I think the idea that someone could be so young, yet successful and talented and good at what they do, and so physically impressive, felt like a bit unfair. And <laughs> 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 that's not allowed. I feel like the universe must have struck a balance somewhere. Like, there's someone out there was like deeply unattractive, charmless, <laughs> talentless, <laughs> middle-aged bloated man. And uh, I'll say, I hope he's happy doing his podcast with his nerdy friend. I'm not that <laughs> bad. <you know. laughs> Sorry. I've had to take the line on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought, anyway, I'll, I'll literally kick him while he's down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dua Lipa, I hope you're listening and yep. I hope you take Dean's words to heart. And always remember that I, yep, I so didn't agree with him at the time. <laughs> you probably up in it straight away. And uh, then I realised the error of my ways. But I don't know. Put it on the record in official self-contained capacity. Good. Well, I'm glad we got that down now for posterity. <laughs> yes. What are you going to show me this week, Dean? Well, um, another reason I brought that up is because I would like to show you something which I feel is kind of the opposite of uh, the work of Dua Lipa. Uh, this is a song which was recommended by the YouTube algorithms after I looked up, I think it was a calls video, um, for reasons which um, <laughs> don't just escape yeah, me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not what you think. Mm. <laughs> I tried to look it up for some comedy thing I was doing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, a music video of Celtic Woman, the song <laughs> Ballroom of Romance, live from Johnstown Castle, Wexford Island, 2018. Oh, yeah. All right. I didn't go to that one. No? Oh, you missed out, son. Here it comes. This is Ballroom of Romance. 
and tip. Uh, as you might uh, recognise, they've gone quite heavy with the Irish aspect. Yeah, so there's sort of three three w- women in green singing sort of an Irish ditty down the road yes. from Murphy's Barn. Yeah. Some singers, I want to speak that. That's yeah, fine. Good, good so far, yeah. Yes. The lyrics are on the screen. I'm not singing along. Especially this for three minutes or so. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. Why is this confusing? <laughs> it's like, Simon, what? what is it's like they're talking, but it's got patterns in it. <laughs> yeah. Why are they walking around in such a funny way? They're dancing, dude. It's called dancing, that is. And that's, that's a, a whistle, a tin whistle he's playing there now. He thought he was a pipe, didn't he? <laughs> thought he was smoking outwards, so yeah. you could do that. And they, they, they're wearing that colour they're wearing, it's called green. <laughs> What's confusing about this, Steve? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> those, those are ladies. They like men, but better. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, let's not pause that for now, because uh, I don't want to have to talk over it to prevent <laughs> royalties this whole time. <laughs> so I, I watched it and I thought, first I thought it was a piss take. As in, like, it's like someone is... It's like someone's fed a thousand Irish cliches into an AI and said, write a song. <laughs> right, okay. It, first of all, it, it strikes me as, I don't know, because, I mean, you've got some Irish background, right? Well, not really. Well, but the, the feeling name is... Yeah, <laughs> but that was hundreds of years ago. <laughs> all right, fair enough. But, <laughs> if you were in America right not now... hundreds, not <laughs> If you were in America right now, you'd be out of shamrocks in your shirt. That's right. Yeah, it was, so yeah. Yeah, and I've got so sort of, my grandmother's mother was Irish maybe on my father's side, so apparently I have some Irish... Um, links and stuff. Um, my father told me this when I was 23. I didn't, I didn't know this. Oh, okay. He said, you're part Irish now. I said, what? Since when? <laughs> he said, my grandmother's Irish. He said, really? I don't know. Pastor Roy met her. And um, he said, yeah. He said, why do you think we, the family always likes getting pissed at parties and funerals and stuff? I, said, I don't think that's an Irish thing. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think that was a question that needed answering. <laughs> pretty sure the Welsh can claim <laughs> some part of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you think like everybody else that was getting pissed at the same parties and funerals were just joining in for, and they didn't know what they were doing like, the Irish oh I guess this is the Irish way you better join them in <laughs> yeah. you had a pub I don't know why, thought, why that was some sort of confusing thing for him uh, anyway but I mean these people are Irish so that's fair, that's fair enough like, so they, yeah. if they weren't I think if they weren't this would be Deeply offensive to an Irish people, as in. I'm not sure. I think this I, is just the standard sort of entertainment that they have. It's so? just a bit cheesy and shit. We it have is, similar like, sort of things. Man. Yeah, but it, I think this seems to be all. It seems to be crossing the line to me, as in. It's almost like a song you would you would play in in like the gift shop at Dublin Airport. Yeah. Also, it's the name. They called Celtic Woman. I mean, that seems like was that, was that a placeholder name? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> It should be called Celtic Women, surely. Well, yeah, well, well, start. Was, well, I think it's apparently I've looked it up. It's um, it's like it's an ensemble thing. It's not them. Um, they're not like three girls have formed a band. Oh right. It's like people who respond to river dance goes. Oh, let's make some a band with some girls in it, and then make them do lots of deeply, deeply Irish stuff. Right. Yes. And that's like again the whole manufacturer aspect of it does like oh that's a little bit yeah on sure. the nose. Well, that's yes, definitely that. Yeah, it's been like I looked up. It's been like fourteen different women at this point. They're just ah, like they are okay. like some sort of. Irish sugar babies, but on purpose. Yeah. It's a bit like like Riverdance. Now you've said it. Actually, it's a bit like um, 
hmm. a musical show towns sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. But this one, like this, the lyrics of the song, like, you know, Old Murphy had a barn. And <laughs> I don't use the word Celt face, but that's almost yeah. like what that's, because they are Irish, so they, they can do it, but it's like. It's, it's, it's like what you would sell Ireland as being, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Like gift shop Irish, it always yeah, strikes me yeah. as. And like, you know, like, I've never heard, not only have I never heard anyone complain about this, I've never heard about it at all. I wouldn't have known about it if YouTube hadn't, um, just thrown this up in my, yeah. in, in my, you know, recommended for you shit. And I don't just, I feel like, it's bothering me, and I feel like I thought about people would be more bothered about this because it's you know people like you know, Michael Flatley is a bit of a figure of uh, fun for his like over the top uh, antics in that respect. Mm. I think he's but, more of a figure of fun for his personality oh, yeah, rather than what he <laughs> that's shows. a fair point. But look this up and Celtic woman again. So she's such a lazy kid yeah, name. It's a poor name. Yeah, um, they're a massively successful thing. Celtic woman has been named Billboard World Album Artist of the Year six times. Fucking hell. Yeah, oh, you can see it going over well in America. Well, that's sure. what I was thinking, like, but I mean, it's, it's sort of like I, you know, I, I, I can't speak for the Irish. Well, I can speak for one eighth of them. That's how it works. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's one, there's one medium-sized town in Ireland which you will speak for. Yeah. <laughs> they all pick the ears up right now, like, yeah. oh, finally, <laughs> he's standing up for us. After all this time. <laughs> <laughs> There's people there waiting with banners to say Celtic woman. <laughs> Dean Burnett says big blank space. <laughs> but I think it's like, you know, trying to think of similar versions. I mean, if there was a band called Welsh Blokes, yes. it's like a male voice choir singing. Well, it is though, isn't it? Yeah. We, like we have, this every year on um, Britain's Got Talent or something like that, you have a, a Welsh uh, choir and doing the same sort of thing. Yeah, we do. And that, you know, it's, you can take or leave that. I'm fine with it personally as it's an art form. Yeah. And I bet the same with it. Mm. The Irish art was this. It's just something like, it's not, it's, it's, it's bilge, middle of the road bilge for cretins, isn't it? Oh, I guess. Yeah. But I think to me, if, and the, if, and the Americans. Yeah. But if, like, say if, like, there was a Welsh band, let's say if American, Love the Welsh culture as well. Yeah, they liked, but not as much as Irish. Oh, they do. They love it just as much. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> they they quieter about it then. Let's go with that. Yes, because they don't want anybody else to know. <laughs> Famously circumspect people, the Americans. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> private people. Keep themselves themselves. They don't really know what they think. But <laughs> 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 right. well, say if there was like you know like a similarly enthusiasm for Welsh culture, and there was a like a massive male voice choir where they're singing songs like. Oh, we love dragons and sheep and coal and sheep and dragon flags and mountains. And that was like, like really? <laughs> I, would, I would find that a bit insulting, personally. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, I don't know, I'm not sure if I agree. That song they were singing there then, was it a traditional Irish song or was it a new one? I think I'm pretty sure it's original for the, for this band, because... Have a look in now. Go down, take... To YouTube now, Dean, and have yeah. a look at the drop-down boxes. It'll tell you the because yeah. they've got to now give oh. the songwriting credits on the YouTube links. Song, born uh, artist, Celtic woman, uh, licenses. Ballroom of romance. It doesn't seem to have any like writers or anything on there. No, I think it's because an ensemble, you know, manufactured band. Ah, I somebody's got to write it. Yeah, unless know. it's a traditional song. See, which yeah. is what I'm guessing. Come on, we need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> B-A-L. <laughs> I'll put it on Wikipedia. Put it on Wikipedia, Larry. Don't matter. have a Wikipedia page, really. Uh, no, there's a movie named Emily. Uh, it's probably named after the song, isn't it? 
It came up much earlier. Right, fine. Maybe it is an original song. Then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. why was I started um, demanding to know facts about that song? You know? uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think if it was um, if it was an original song, yeah. then it's sort of more mitigated. They've picked yes. a song which is a bit more just authentically Irish. Yes, yes, quote, yes. Unquote. Yes. Also, if it was written years ago, then it's more you know. Oh, well, that's just what people liked at the time. Yeah. If the fact that it's a new bespoke song for this, yeah, that to me makes it worse. Yes, I'd agree with that. Yes, it's like very like just, just hammer every single cliche we can. Yeah, and uh, I don't feel like if I showed this to an Irish person who wasn't already aware of them, they would find it a little bit, hmm, a little bit eye twitchy. I think so. Yeah, you might yeah. want something there then. It's definitely shit. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's fair enough. As long as we're agreeing on that point, <laughs> I guess it's annoying that something like this could be so successful. But it also makes perfect sense because it's. That's exactly how things work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just if it gets annoyed me on that level. Yeah. Yeah, we might be entering um, a matter of taste again, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, but, you know, we've got to think of something to say, tell you, haven't I? <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> I tried to introduce you the content of queuing roller coasters once, and you weren't having it. <laughs> Do you know, taking the line on the floor. <laughs> just to try and come up with something new. <laughs> well, that's the only idea I've got, listeners. <laughs> Have a lie down on the floor. That was his thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to review that in a second. Jesus Christ. Review Simon lying down. What are we giving this perfectly perfunctory performance? <laughs> I think that we nailed it. I'm going to just go to three. Yeah. yeah, it actually you know, it does what it's meant to do. <laughs> I have no stronger opinions about it. <laughs> Fairly competent. But I have, you know, it stays no feelings whatsoever. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to give it a three as well. Yeah, but perfectly professional performance from um, this <laughs> tremendous group. See, it's gone very well with the audience and the television audience at home. Yeah. Really shit name, though. Oh, terrible name. So, uh, welcome back, friends. Welcome um, back, buddy. I'm going to show you something now, Dean. Right. It's a product. Good, good. I uh, love those. It's a bit of, um, I think it's officially licensed merchandise again. Oh, okay. Oh, but that worked very well last time, so I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> now then, tell me everything you know about Popeye. Popeye. Um, obviously, a uh, classic cartoon from the 30s. Right. Uh, comic book character, uh, sailor, yeah. um, deformed, <laughs> really, really, really proportioned arms, but you know, yeah. the big bulbous thing, uh, huge chin, that was his thing, you know, uh, <laughs> pipe. That one, was his thing, One yeah. eye, uh, Eight spinach got incredibly strong as a result of that, and yeah. uh, I was for Bluto. That was actually a pub quiz question. I was in the pub once. Who was the only fighter who has got knocked down every fight he's had, but always gone to win? And so it's Popeye. Uh, really? Apparently, yes. Like he always got knocked on first, then wins because that was one of the theme. Uh, olive oil. Bit of a trick question in the pub. Yeah, band, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, <laughs> like, are they you were, fucking livid? That's a bro. On the answer, yeah. Because I mean. Is he a fighter? I, mean, I wouldn't have said <laughs> no, he was. he's a sailor. Yeah. He's Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> yeah, that's made pretty clear early on, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he's a yeah. sailor man, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Robin Williams played him in the film, yep. uh, which uh, did do very well here. Do you know quite a bit about Popeye? Apparently, yes. Yeah, yeah, one of the yeah, sort of yeah. background noise of pop culture that was just absorbed as a kid and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Uh, one element of his character, though, hmm. that you haven't mentioned, and is quite obvious when you think about it. Okay. I'm going to show you this now, and you will kick yourself when you... Okay, right. When you realise that you forgot to bring this up. Neglected Popeye's... Uh... Tell the listener now, Dean, what element you have forgotten to mention about Popeye. Okay. 
Of course, his um, large protruding penis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I always, I always forget that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, Papa, he's got a massive long cock sticking out at all times, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, I, I must have. All the, I blanked about that. All uh, the other things you mentioned are there. Is yeah. is winky eye. Yes. Yeah. Funny looking features. His actual winky eyes. Yeah. Yes. Um, his sailor. Yeah, it's his big chin. Big um, chin, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. forgot to mention his visible penis. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. Um, okay, so $23.99. So, $23.99 for this. It's a, listeners, it's a, a plushie, is what they call them now. Soft toys, we used to call them, or friendly uh-huh. toys. Both part by. Yeah. For, but for some reason, it's. <laughs> It's got a, a, an erect, circumcised penis on there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. P- protruding. It's, like, it's not yeah. like hidden by fabric. It's, it's not uh, hidden, no. It's not like, um, yeah. you know, when you see, like, um, a bulge on a on a figure or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've given him genitals. You don't need to have genitals on a toy. No. No, no. no there's no balls here. It's just no, a long, and a long, erect, circumcised cock. Yes, yeah, so the clarifies. It's as long as his leg. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. If you if you, if you come to the, don't come to the shoes, yeah, actually it is. And uh, for listener to clarify, um, he is wearing trousers. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, ostensibly in this Popeye uh, representation, a hole has been cut out of the trousers <laughs> in order to release the penis and uh, have it on full display. Like when Lenny Kravitz split his trousers and his uh, cock fell out. That happened. Oh yeah, I've never seen that. No, oh, that we'll watch that in a minute now. <laughs> okay, if you like yeah. our usual like, Tuesday night antics, we're <laughs> trying to watch <laughs> cock out videos. <laughs> We've only accidental ones, not deliberate. They've only accidental we're yeah. not sickos. Yeah, of course not. No. Um, oh, God. So, you know, I'm looking at the, the specs here. Yes. Um, uh, first off, the description. Popeye, the spirit-addicted sailor man. Yeah. <laughs> how, how weirdly specific. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, even mention he liked spinach? I did, yes. He ate spinach and then he gets... Um, well, I think I had a Popeye annual as a kid. I think maybe that's where I got all the information from. Yeah. And he had the friend Wimpy. Yes. was addicted to burgers. burgers. Yeah. And there was one cartoon strip that way he got evicted from his house because he spent all his money on burgers mm. so he decided to live in Popeye's son's cupboard as a black ghost he basically a ghost with a black sheet on him right the bloke was, like, was like his friend and he kept insisting on having burgers and everyone was like oh that's nice he's got a friend <laughs> and um, <laughs> Popeye was like but he's clearly wimpy he's stealing <laughs> all our burgers and living in our house for free and, um, <laughs> and eventually it was revealed that it was wimpy and he had been doing it this whole time and then they had a burger party to celebrate that he was there. And Popeye wasn't invited because he didn't believe he was a black ghost, which he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he was rejected from his own house, the party's own house, for being completely correct about everything. And point out there's a freeloader trying to get into his kid's cupboard because he's disguised as a ghost. That might be the best story I've, I've heard for ages. <laughs> we like, should, I'd love to do a, a stage version of that. <laughs> it's like, Can like, we put that on? Can we get news? funding? Listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Kickstarter. Kickstarter on podcast.com. Use the theme too. My name's Bob Geldof, and I'm here to say, give Dean and Simon your fucking money. We need to be able to put on a performance of this Popeye script. Yes. I've heard it once and I've become captivated with it. Yeah. We have on guard when you think about it. Like, it is, like isn't it? Popeye is right, but keeps getting shot on for, for reasons unspecified. How much do you think it takes? You've got some experience of putting on um, hmm. plays and that. How much would it take to put on this play? Um, 
Well, we need a script and stuff. Well, first, we'll, we'll do the script. Okay, we'll do, we'll do, we'll the, script do the script. Based on an original idea yeah. by Popeye. I'll do the book and uh, the music. You know, I'm going to <laughs> Christ, it's a musical now, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, we've got to be musical. All, these, all right. It's Popeye the Sailor Man. Right. He's got all the yeah. And there's lots of, you know, we have some good sad numbers, you know, because obviously he's been rejected and yeah. uh, a big dance number of burgers. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, burger yeah, dance so, so we need an orchestra for that. <laughs> uh, original score, you can have a score, can't you? We would have CD players, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. CD player, <laughs> <laughs> even that's really old, that's probably more expensive. Right. Get a yeah. CD player, <laughs> I'll get down the British Art Foundation, <laughs> yeah. get as many CD players as I can. Yeah. Christ, I'm old, yeah. We just, just, just hook your phone up to the, to the laptop, we'll be fine. Um, you just need to rent a stage, yeah, and I mean. I'm guessing people will, you know, I'm drowning, people will volunteer to do this. You don't yeah, need, we uh, could get the bit part characters, but I thought the main yeah. cast should be held by us. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to be Wimpy or Popeye? Um, see, I think I'd be better as Wimpy. I yeah, think, I okay. think I've got the wrong sort of aesthetic for Popeye. I think you'd be a good Wimpy. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shall I be Popeye or shall I be his son? Um, son Sweepy is, a, is like a baby thing, so it's a doll or something. Or I'm bald. True. Popper might be bald. And it's, it's, I think he is bald, isn't he? Just gonna wear, it is. Yeah, he just wears a hat. Never yeah. mind. Just, yeah. I can wear a wig. Doesn't yeah. matter. I yeah. can be anybody. I'll be olive oil. I'll be olive oil. <laughs> okay. We can, we can play multiple parts. Oh, Popeye! Does that sound like her? Was <laughs> hey, that much? That's her, isn't it? That's uh, hell. Uh, she says hell, of course. I don't know. Um, anyway, so, yes. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to the casting anyway, later, if, yes. If you are Popeye, <laughs> please don't have your penis out at all times <laughs> in this <laughs> play about a guy who lives in a kid's cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Although that, like, arguably that's in keeping with the theme. <laughs> yeah. It's a good job it's not a hot dog party, isn't it? Yeah, you got Ooh, it. Yeah. put that on the bed. <laughs> so. Getting back to this. Uh... You know, we'll come back to the musical. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. The venue would be the, probably the, the biggest, and maybe props and stuff. But yeah. you, you can do this quite. I imagine the set would be quite limited. You don't need, you know, elaborate backdrops and stuff. No, no, I don't know. So I can knock some out with cardboard. So we have the, the room that Wimpy sleeps in. But it'd be like like um, one of those plays where you just have one... Yeah, exactly. One, one, one room, stiff Yeah, sorry, one room, basically. I mean, how method do you want to go? Like, would I, if I was Wimby, I'd have to eat the burgers constantly? Or? I think so, yes. yes. So we have a lot of burger runs. Would we go to a Wimby to be... I think it's one or two left. We make it authentic. There's one in um, Tambi. There we go. Well, petrols would be quite a, quite a short. You have to go to... Well, okay, I'm going to change plans. Instead of a play, we'll just do a film. and We'll go to Wimby oh, and right. film it. All right, cool. All right, then. Right. That's, That's cheaper, cheaper. Yeah, All right, cheaper, then. Yeah. Cancel the Kickstarter, as it yeah, says. Cancel the Kickstarter. <laughs> you will all be refunded, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Eventually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. That was the, to be honest, the pressure was getting to me. There. Oh, <laughs> it was too much time, wasn't it? Too much expectation. I was oh, oh, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to let people down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> In my opening night, everybody just stomping their feet. <laughs> it's Bring immersive. out balls. Bring out balls. <laughs> Why are they chanting, Bring out balls, dude? <laughs> It's a fucking Popeye play. <laughs> hey, balls. A terrible error on the marketing. <laughs> expected to see someone's balls. <laughs> that's, that's why they've turned up. You're thinking, this is worse than it's terminal, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw I wouldn't be burned again. <laughs> and yet, here we are. Oh, Christ. Uh, anyway. Anyway, back, back to the... To yeah. It's like Popeye the Spinach Addicted Sailor Man. Again, yeah. not his full title usually, <laughs> but uh, I guess they've got a deep dive. Plush doll with two-inch penis add-on. Not for the kitties. Stuffed toy novelty classic comic book. <laughs> but highlights. There's a handmade. Yeah, I think I imagine it would be. <laughs> materials, cloth, plastic foam. 
My eye was went to width, seven inches, height, 13 inches, depth, three inches. It's not that big. <laughs> I thought that was about the cock. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, okay. That makes more sense now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what, what, why? <laughs> why is, it's just an add-on. So they're taking a, an existing Popeye doll. I think, wouldn't it be funny if this had a cock? <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, charging 23 volts. Yeah. And what call is there for Popeye with... Oh, oh no. Christ, look at that. It does have balls. It does have balls, you're <laughs> yeah. right. Quite prominent ones as well. Well, that, that photos are necessary, isn't it? it it's absolutely... It's awful. It's traumatising. Oh, God. Oh, my God, it's getting worse. There's a gallery of the penis, which... Yeah. The, the arms are worryingly authentic-looking. They look yeah. like actual human arms. They do, don't they? It's unsettling. His face is fucked, man. <laughs> yeah. It's the same when you try and draw the Simpsons front on, yeah. isn't it? Or like Peppa yeah. Pig happens. Like, they're just like, yes, Peppa Pig, they're same. Not, they're not 3D it, images. So no, when you yeah. render them in 3D, it's like, oh, the proportions of this are all over. Yeah. Like, his nose is lower than his mouth. His <laughs> nose is lower than his mouth. It's, it really is horrific. And to be honest now, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more disturbed by his face than his cock. Yeah, from this angle, it's actually, I mean, that's that's, it's like we got into weird, uncanny stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His physiognomy is really out of alignment with what's acceptable. One more picture. Oh, God, now he's looked... Oh. Looks like he's blowing there, now. Yeah. Yeah, his nose is lower than his mouth. Well, that's that's upsetting. Yeah. I mean, it's not much about this, which isn't upsetting, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah. But Popeye is not popular, is it? Is there some kind of, like... Uh, a gay thing? Would many people have had their sexual awakening to Popeye, do you think? I mean, I've literally never, never even considered this concept, but no. maybe. Um, it's the big arms thing, the you know, the brawny sailor. There's some sort of... I mean, the sailor suit is a sort of... Yeah. I don't think that was ever done anything with Popeye. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, That's just a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, he's one of those weird characters, like, people are ready to know about him. Yeah, I remember seeing the cartoons of him when I was a kid, but I don't think these one of those things that built up like cultural inertia. It was yes. like because older people recognised it, they thought, "Well, I like I like that when I was a kid, and kids like that, right?" That's I told myself the other day when I used to get the Beano as a kid, and yeah. looking back, there were so many things which revealed that the writers of the Beano were clearly in their fifties or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. writing for small children. Because I remember the number of references to. The old soft shoe. <laughs> people go, people want to sort of do a spontaneous dance. Oh, they do the old soft shoe, don't they? What? <laughs> and I, quite a few times, there's all references like, engine bracket? <laughs> like, I'm a seven-year-old child in the 80s. I don't know what engine bracket is. Still don't know, to be honest. No, I don't know. I mean, there's a comedy double act from the old days. But oh, is it? Bloody hell, I thought I it was so. something would work. Right, though. No, it's a comedy double act, like, you know, like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, like, like 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 little and large, but long before then. You know, <laughs> Why didn't they just write little and large? I don't know. Like That's it's mental. never occurred to them. Yeah, because it's, it's like the way if the dandy was more for this than the beano. Hmm. It's a bizarre thing to say, but the beano was a bit more modern than the dandy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everything in the dandy seemed to revolve around having a big slap up dinner, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Although well, there was that the Beano too with the Bastry kids, was it? Well, the kid just called Fatty. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think the Viz did spoof the Fatty thing once with uh, one of my favourite Viz panels. <laughs> the, the character called Tubby Johnson, whose right. thing was, he's just fat. <laughs> but like, they just really, really rabbit home. He's in the doctor's office and the doctor says, 
Well, Mr. Johnson, the test results back, and I'm afraid you're a fat bastard. (laughs) 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 What a thing to say. (laughs) Is it serious? Oh, yes. We do lose weight. In two days, we'll be dead. Yeah, they're clearly doing it for just really ramming the point home. Of, oh, just, apparently, it's okay to abuse fat people. <laughs> but yeah, I think Popeye has that sort of thing, like like Garfield. Now, is Garfield still a popular? I mean, it's a, it's a reference a lot, but it's almost like Garfield's become a sort of a meta thing now. Yes, Garfield's become a meme, isn't it? Yeah, or like the whole thing like you know, that, that cartoon Garfield Magnus Garfield. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one because obviously it's just John Arbuckle having yeah. a constant breakdown. Anyway, what are we going to give Popeye and his old cock <laughs> I'm gonna give it a one because I just—it's too disturbing. It's awful. Yeah, isn't it? it's like, who's this for? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why is the the, the website emphasized the penis in far too much Very detail? Much. The second picture was yeah. quite disturbing. But like, they say, like, the penis is the selling point here. Oh, absolutely. The Popeye yeah. doll is, you know, inconsequential of anything. It is a vehicle for a, a tiny plastic cock. Let's find out how much the Popeye doll costs on his own. Dude. Uh, can we do that? I think so. If you put in Popeye plushie doll, we'll we'll see how much um, we're paying for the penis. Uh, pull the penis again. I'm not sure you can get it out the penis. <laughs> oh, I just put in a Popeye plushie. You can get one for 15 quid or so thereabouts. Yeah, 15 quid. So you're paying about... Ten pound for that little plastic penis, then basically. Yeah, yeah, and so I guess like, the, the man hours just have gone into stitching it onto the Popeye's groin and the, the lovingly photographed pictures which have been uh, yes. shared with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give us a one. I find this unsettling <laughs> all round. Yep, it's not a good one. It's not a good one. Um, I think I will employ you to look at the pictures of his penis, though, listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is something that's kinky, isn't it? It's awful, isn't I, it? I, 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 I don't consent to be part of it. No, no, it's went from me yeah. as well. Dirty boy. Welcome back, friends. Here we go, moving on to the last section of the show. Random Wikipedia article, hopefully something of a cleanser for, for what you've just experienced. Random article 321. Uh, it says decagram. Geometry. Ooh, okay. Geometry, a decagram is a 10-point star polygon. There's one regular decagram containing the vertices of the regular decagon that's connected by every third point. It's a schlafy symbol is 10 slash 3. The name decagram combines a numeral prefix, deca with the Greek suffix gram, the gram suffix derives from Greek, <laughs> Greek, Greek symbols, meaning a line. <laughs> okay, that. Okay, so geometry. Yeah. I've uh, one of those things like you remember seeing in school and like sort of oh I do set squares and protractors and stuff and then never thinking of it again. Yes. And so this is the first time I thought about geometry as an actual subject in its own right for I own thirty five years or something. Yes, Lord. Yeah. It's a ten point star then, is that what it is? Pretty much. Come like on, a... one, two, three, four. Ten, yeah, it is, yeah. Now Right. A pentagram, of course, the satanic symbol. Yes. Is a decagram uh, doubly satanic, or do you think it evens out then and it's actually a neutral? Oh, so like the two pentagrams cancel each other out, like like I get like an acid and alkali. Yes, uh, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, first, do I mean I don't know if there's anything you know about? But what what uh, what is about the pentagram which made it so satanic in the first place? Like what? Um, 
Is it some sort of ritualistic? I, I don't know. Do you no. know? No, I don't. I'm trying to speculate. Oh, no, yeah. uh, uh, okay. The number of the beasts is 666, which yes. would suggest a hexagon would be, or hexagram would be the uh, the obvious choice for a Yes. A I don't know why ritual. the number of the beasts is 666 either. No, that's in the, the Omen, isn't it? Bible. Yeah, you know, the 666 passage says, by the way, is, does it come from the old man, or is it? I don't know. That's why I know of it from. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But I would have thought it'd become. Oh, shoot. Let's move off that. <laughs> yeah, just, okay, I know we're going for wild speculation. We really don't know, do we? <laughs> no, no, no. Really no, no, no enthusiasm for this at all. Um, okay, applications. Decorums have been used as one of the decorative motifs in Yuri tiles. I, I saw getting in. <laughs> that fucking part by his cock that he uses it. <laughs> Don't put that in your Wikipedia article. Application. Ridiculous. It was a stupid section. Throw it to a doll and hope for the best. Isotactical variations. Yes. Yeah, isotactical yes. polygon. There's two vertices and one end. There are isotactical decorum forms, which alternates vertices as two radii. So, you know, this is one of those things where the terminology is vaguely familiar. Yeah. But I'm not. Not enough that I'm actually following what it's saying. No. At the same time, it it makes me ask this question, Dean. Hmm. So what? <laughs> There's that, yes. That's um that's one of those things it's you know, I don't know the applications for this, apart no. from that they can be used in uh in tiles, floor tiles. Which I I don't know what those are for. Yeah. Um I might look I'm gonna look that up because yeah, I thought you said floor tiles, it's uh, not floor tiles. Giri tiles. Oh giri tiles, okay. Uh, a set of five tiles used the creation of Islamic geometric patterns using scrap work decoration. Oh, so it is floor tiles, actually. <laughs> sorry. So that was a sorry, <laughs> false alarm. <there. laughs> false alarm. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere interesting, but no, it's literally floor tiles. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, <laughs> so it's just shapes, it's literally just shapes yeah. Yeah, with long words on it. Yeah. I mean it, but the thing is, one of those things where it's basically maths, isn't it? It's like, you know, geometry is a sort of, sort of a branch of mathematics, technically. And, is it? And, you know, it's sort of, we have to work calculate angles and, and indices and vertices and stuff. So it's a sort of, there's mathematical stuff going on here. I, yeah. yeah. Is it though? What's it for? Well, that's the question, isn't it? It's like, what's it for? But it's one of those things I don't know enough about it to say either way whether it's useful or not. It's maths involved, like, if, if I draw a, if I drew a fucking star on the floor, which I'm still lying on, yeah. <laughs> and I said to you, hey, look at this, what's this angle? You'd have to use maths to work it out. Or you'd have to, or if you said, hey, how many points this star got? Mm. Well, you'd have to use, yeah, exactly. That's maths. <laughs> Counting is maths. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a rudimentary maths, yes. Yeah, isn't it? Well, so it's involved in maths in that way, but there's no other maths involved, is it? Not in the creation of these things. Well, it's one of those things of, I, don't know. I suspect it is though, because it's like these are all these are all these equations and formula which are sort of applied to it. You know, like all the like the radius, the diameters, the the indices, the you know, the, the in- intervals and stuff. That's all what I would recognise as maths. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying that's after the fact maths. Oh, it? so you've drawn it and then work it out. Yeah. Well, I guess is that yeah, <laughs> Tim. But unless unless you're like trying to, I, I guess if you're trying to draw uh, a a deck of Gong, what's it called again? Decagram. Decagram. Yeah. Decagram. With which every point is. No, you can't have every point equal out. You could draw 10 fucking sided. Right, now this is baffling. <laughs> yeah. well, you could draw it's, it's 10, 10 pointed yeah. star. Yeah. Right? What makes a decagram different from any other 10 pointed star? Yeah. 
Is it because it's, it's got to look like that? I think so. I think it's like the individual shapes which make it up, which are the sort of the key aspect of it, is my understanding. So it looks like a, like a bit of a circle. <laughs> I think so. A couple of squares. What, what is it? What makes it? Number the shapes, Steve. Uh, what? Number of names the shapes, Steve. <laughs> Don't you fucking say what to me. I'm trying to debunk maths. <laughs> well, I want no part of this. I will lose a lot of credibility if I... Number and name the shapes. <laughs> right. I don't know what we're talking about. Circle, square. All right. To tell you shapes. Circle, square. Yes, triangle. so yeah, can we see them now on the Decacon? Uh There's a lot of triangles. There's loads of triangles. This would be a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Somebody always checks at the end up and they're just counting out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you counted your knuckles, you started this trend. Let's count for people's entertainment, shall we? Well, let's, let's go further down in the article, yeah, team. Maybe it'll, it'll, it'll destroy my brain. <laughs> oh, you know, isogonal. 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 a pentagon and pentagram. Speaking of fucking Quasi pentagrams. Isogonal. Quasi regular double covering. Ooh, double bagged for, oh. for its protection. <laughs> the, I think the reason I'm sort of um, I'm loath to just start ripping the piss out of these elaborate shapes is because I'm sort of conscious of there's probably a lot of applications which I'm just not recognizing. Because I remember quite vividly when a few years ago they announced the news that they've just like discovered the, the longest prime number to date. Right. It's like got 27,000 dead. Digits and stuff. It was like, it's a stupidly long number. Yeah. And it was a, it was a big deal in maths world. It's obviously prime numbers get less and less as you go along. And, um, I tell you, I heard about this like on the very, very science Twitter. And then I was driving somewhere up country, mm-hmm. listening to a commercial radio, radio. And today is going, well, yeah, apparently, uh, it's news today that scientists have just discovered the, the longest prime number to date. <laughs> it's like, uh, 27,000 digits long. <laughs> I mean, honestly, why can't these people do something useful, you know? <laughs> You're a commercial radio DJ. <laughs> you don't get to judge anyone else for adding value to the world, <laughs> you vacuous prick. <laughs> so that was, um, that, no, that's, like, that's, that's stuck, that stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Hoot your horn at the yeah. so, Call in now. I fucking will call in now. <laughs> <laughs> to remonstrate with you about your bloody <laughs> flip and dismissal of all maths. So, yeah, they I, know yeah. the longest prime number in the world, though. And they just keep adding on to it. Yeah, but then the next one's not prime number. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? No, it's not. What, are they going to try and... Uh, why, why, why can't they just call it right, and the next one is... It's got to be divisible, but only by itself and one. So the more yeah. the more numbers you're, you're, you're the more numbers along you are, <laughs> yeah. the more numbers there are that can be divided by. So yeah, sure. you, exponentially, you get less and less prime numbers as you keep going. Yeah. Right. So. Add the next one. Add the next one. Yeah. And, and so I'm, it goes I'm like thinking. it goes like this. It? it goes one, right. three, uh, seven. I think two counts because it's itself and one. Okay, then yeah. one, two, three, seven. Uh, what comes next? Nine? Oh, if you're going to sit count all the prime numbers. Prime numbers, that's what I'm saying. Three. So the next one comes on, you add a fucking one, three, seven, or nine, didn't you? Nine, nine is you, not a, nine. People make a career out of this. Absolute nine bastards. Nine's not a prime number. Nine's a prime number. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's three crewed. Three crewed? <laughs> it's three squares. Is it divisible by itself or one? 
Yeah, and other things. And other That's things. Point approved. <laughs> please, not that it's a risk, but if you ever think you put this podcast on the syllabus, please, please reconsider. <laughs> I know I'm a respected scientist, but I cannot put my name to this. All right, I may be wrong tool. about the prime numbers. All right, I'll give you that. How magnanimous of you? I, I might be wrong, right? right. I w- I'm willing to accept I'm wrong on that. Right. I'm not wrong on these fucking ten-pointed stars. Well, I, I can't rule that out, so um, I'll have to give you that one. But, uh, you know, it's the, these things might have applications. I don't know what they'd be. Like, the I read, read recently, mm. actually, quite a while ago now, but um, one of the, uh, no, I think, I think the NSC, uh, like one of those national, national security council yeah. people, like, mm. uh, they're one of the most reliable code generators of unbreakable codes. It's like a room with a wall full of lava lamps. Right. So like a big array of lava lamps, like a hundred lava lamps. Yeah. And they take us like a snapshot every second and all the arrays of different bubbles, the arrangement is pure chaos. Like you, you can't predict it. You can't hack that. Right. So like when you take a photo, like this pattern of bubbles is pure random. Yeah. So like, you no, know, like you've got a hundred lava lamps. So like that means 3.5 this. So you know, it's a purely physical generator of random numbers. Yeah. Um, but so like lava lamps are protecting. The deeper secrets of America, which is, a, which is, a, you know, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. What? what? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got a room of lava lamps. Yeah. What are they doing with it? Well, the lava lamps are on. Yeah. When the lava lamp is on, it's always like, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. It's yeah. working, yeah. And, yeah. and the lava lamps, yeah, well, so, it's random patterns they generate. Yeah. So if you, like, what are they doing with that? So if you, then they need to generate a super, you know, a super hard to break code. Yeah. And so get a, snapshot of that particular arrangement of lava lamp bubbles at that time. Yeah. And translate that into like numerical code. I see well that's anybody could do that. <laughs> you go, yeah. here's here's a random yeah. uh, picture of my ass. Right? <laughs> right. Okay, great. Uh, trans trans <laughs> transform that into numerical code. And um, all right, how? Well we'll just assign a code to it. Okay, what's the code gonna be? I don't know, make it up. It's the fucking same as it in the lava lamps. Yeah, but <laughs> I think the happens. lava lamps, you can never recreate that. Well that's the point. Is it like you know, this is the one code for this time? Someone to break that, they'd have to be in the room at the time and see that like that moment when the lava lamps were. Oh were I see, I thought you meant yeah. like for for like um a code they'd have to reuse or something, no, like no, a password like, or something like no, that. No, it's, like, it's like someone have to see your ass and go, Alright, so the oh. code is off. <laughs> and uh, uh, if uh, the NSA will never see my ass. <laughs> They'll probably see Nick Dowling is cabal of baddens. They'll never get to see my ass. Right. And the NSA, you stick with your lava lamps. If you think you're coming around to Dean's podcast and say, you'll see my ass and break the codes, <laughs> you were yeah. fucking wrong. I, mean, I, I can't argue any of that. That's a statement. Yeah. I think the NSA... I'll show you my ten-pointed star. <laughs> No, I won't actually. Well, I'll say that again. I'll take that back in. I won't show you my ten pointed star. Edit that out, listeners. Show you my other star. (laughs) Right. Right. What are we giving? How long are we on now? Uh, We're only on three minutes. (laughs) Which felt a lot longer. (laughs) Uh, I think we're fine with the last section. Was quite long. (laughs) Thank you, hey listeners. We have nothing to add (laughs) to this section about. Decagrons. I think it's fair to say we're not geometrists. No. I don't think anybody is. It's bollocks. <laughs> you, you bring these points up, but I, I, I honestly can't refute them. <laughs> I've never met a geometrist. <laughs> Has anyone ever met a geometrist? They're the ones who watch Emmerdale Farm. Yeah. There we go. They're the ones. That explains that. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if 
you can explain to us what the point of this uh, ten-pointed star is. What makes it so special? Please do. <laughs> Just write it in the email address. Yeah. What are you going to give the article, though, Dean? Um. Oh, I'm a bit tall because it's got, it's got a lot of nice pictures. Lovely uh, pictures. Lovely uh, pictures. It's so a hell of an article of pictures. Strong in that regard. Yeah. And it looks thorough in that, you know, it's telling you all the things you need to know about decagrams and geometry, assuming you have an existing baseline knowledge, which I do not. Yeah, nobody does. No, so... <laughs> so you think this is all just random. It's, somebody, like, somebody it's, just, like, it's like a fucking lava lamp. Exactly. Someone just watched lava lamps and t- type words in conjunction. So this is all just an AI experiment. <laughs> um... I'm going to give it a two then, because the pictures are nice, but the rest of it's indecipherable. And as an article, I feel that's a failing. I think that's fair, Dean. I think it's a good score. Um, I think I'm going to give it higher, though. I, I've enjoyed looking at it and the lovely pictures and colours. There's a lot of colour on this Yes, one, it's a very colourful article, which is, un- yeah. which is unusual for Wikipedia. Um, and, you know, it's all fiction. and I haven't read a fiction book for at least three months, so this counts. Okay, yeah, this is, this is this comes towards your Goodreads list. Good my, it's on my Goodreads list. <laughs> Me and uh, Judy from Richard and Judy, we're going to be discussing this in depth next week <laughs> on uh, Richard Maidley's House Spot. <laughs> what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it five. Okay. The guy who's complained about it nonstop Good. is giving it five. <laughs> you, okay, you do enjoy complaining, so I guess that makes that adds up logically. Really good. Uh, anyway. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye.